Blog Welcome Talk to the Radio. Missing... Welcome to the Missing Pieces Season Two, Episode One. Our title of our show today is "I Am a Mom and Sometimes I Am Sad." I'm your host Kelly Atkins. I'm a nurse. Um, I'm a bio mom. I have bonus children. I have foster kids that we're about to adopt. I've survived chronic illness and domestic violence, and I'm also an entrepreneur. My mission in life is to inspire you to know that you are divinely ordained to live a life full of health and joy now, not at some later date or at some later time when you've accomplished something or done something, but now. You deserve to live joyfully and healthy now. Make sure you click follow so that you can be the first to know about our new episodes and find us on social media at on Instagram and, and Facebook. We'd love to have you join our discussions there. Today, I want to discuss being a mom and how sometimes I am sad and what tools I use to uh, pull myself up and get out of that sadness. Now, I do want to remind you, when I talk about sadness, I'm not talking about depression or suicidal. If you have those things, make sure you do contact a healthcare provider, call 911, or click the link below, suicide prevention, um, so that you can get the help that you need. I'm talking about just generalized sadness or not feeling motivated or wanting to move forward. So I want to talk today. Um, the last few weeks, maybe a little bit more, I have just been feeling a general sadness lingering in my life. Um, again, not necessarily depression. I know depression. I mean, I've been there before. In fact, I've been suicidal a few times in my life. Um, it's not that far, just a general sense of sadness. Um, a few days ago, uh, for example, I didn't get dressed or showered, and I just laid there because some of you just know those days, um, and you know what I'm talking about. It's just losing that sense of purpose um, and generally just feeling sad. Well, this morning I got up and made myself um, get up earlier than everybody else so I could do a quick workout and shower before the kids got up. Um, I had an IEP meeting for one of my little ones. And um, sometimes if you have something on your schedule, it can help. It's a great motivator to get you moving. Um, but as usual, when I got up and got moving, I did start to feel a little bit better. And as some of you know, and some of you may not, my life has seen tremendous change in the last year. Um, and that may be an understatement. In the last year, my husband and I got married. We went on our honeymoon, uh, which was a dream vacation to Rotan. Um, we had my husband's kids that are teenagers move in full time with us. Um, so we have four teenage boys here, and then we have two little ones. Um, this is the last but not least that we're now raising that are my husband's great niece and nephew. Um, they came to us through Kinship Foster Care, and now we are adopting them. So we have six kids under one roof, four teenage boys, and then a five-year-old boy and a seven-year-old girl. Um, I don't think anyone could ever prepare you for foster care or caring for children that have come from hard places. These babies have been through hell and back, and um, the hands of people that should have been the ones to care for them and keep them safe, most of all. So also, no one tells you that um, in foster care or kinship, there are case managers, social workers, attorneys, um, attorney social workers, agency, agency case managers, therapy or therapists, doctor visits parent visits, grandparent visits, 
sibling visits, court dates, and foster care review boards, parenting classes, and even more, you know, parenting kids from trauma. So please do not take this as a complaint for me. I just want you to be aware of what I've been dealing with and why there's been such a gap between season one and season two of the missing pieces. It's kind of cool because I'm I'm just rolling with the punches. My my life, my show, my everything is just kind of um, morphing into something I never imagined. Um, those of you that are foster parents will get this. Um, those of you who are not will try to get it, but no one will actually understand until directly living with the stress of this all. I, I'm recognizing that a few things have triggered my sadness. First, I stopped doing, you know, my podcast. I stopped doing the work that I loved to be sure that these little babies coming into our home get what they need. Second, I'm taking a class at a local church called Mending the Soul. This class is a Christian-based model for healing from trauma. So I thought, I thought I had processed and learned what I needed to learn from sexual abuse and domestic violence in my life. But I guess God or whatever the universe, whatever you believe in, is, has more for me to grow and learn. He has more for me to do, therefore I need to learn more. So having a young girl come into my home has triggered some things in me and is like a gigantic mirror shining back on all of my ugly, nasty, unhealed trauma in my life. Um, third, the kids have gone back to school now. So this is the third reason why I feel like my sadness has been triggered is that um, I'm now longing for that personal growth, personal progress, work that brings me meaning. Um, and it's been calling me. All of this has been having me feel a little melancholy, you know, just not depressed because I've been there, you know, but sad in general. So I want to share a few things that have helped me when I feel this way, like how I pull myself up from the bootstraps, what I use. Um, Most of them are self-explanatory. Maybe we'll go into more um, shows about them. But at the end, I'm going to focus more on um, uh, guided meditation and visualization, which I'll talk more about. So you can listen to this over and over again. This is something I do every day. But I want to go through a few things that have helped me out of this just general sadness. And again, please, if you are depressed or suicidal, today is Suicidal uh, Prevention Day. And so please call 911 or call Suicide Prevention Hotline or click the link below um, to get help. So a few things that I've been using or that help me feel better when I get this way is Number one, journaling. So grab a journal, a piece of paper, those books that are 25 cents for back to school, and just spill it. I feel like it's just um, an energy. It'll unblock you. Uh, You can question and answer. And just in general, writing a journal, keeping a journal. And if you don't know what to write, I, I sometimes will trigger myself by what have I learned today or what did I learn today. So that was number one thing that helps me is journaling. Two is schedule, as I discussed a little bit earlier, scheduling in a workout, even if it means getting up 
an hour or half an hour earlier than the kids, um, or if you're a night person, going to bed 30 minutes later so that you can schedule it in. When I say schedule it in, put it on your calendar and don't cancel on yourself. Be there for yourself. Schedule it in and you are number one priority at that time. Okay, so that's number one is journaling, two is scheduling in a workout, whatever that means for you, swimming, exercise. I just do yoga off of um, YouTube. Um, yoga with Adrienne is my favorite. So you want to check that out. And number three that helps me and when I feel this way is I pay attention to what I'm eating and improve my nutritional intake. Now, when I say that, whole food vitamins if you can, um, fish oil if you can, real food that comes from the earth, from what God provided for us, um, real food. Are you eating processed food? Are you drinking too many sodas? And I'm not saying going on diet. I'm saying make real changes and honor yourself and honor your own boundaries and start looking at what you're eating. Because usually when I'm feeling this way, I realize, oh, man, I've gotten on that awful downhill side of drinking sodas every day or I'm eating uh, prepackaged food or chips instead of making uh, food or eating real food. A fourth thing that many of, you, many of you already know, I use a lot of essential oils around my house. Now, this helps me pull out of my sadness. Um, it also helps my children. Um, I believe a lot of my healing work from chronic illness with Chiari and tether cord and a traumatic brain injury has been aided by essential oils. So as many of you know, I've used doTERRA essential oils and have been a distributor for many years. I don't care where you get them. It does matter the um, quality. You don't want to just go grab them off the Target shelf or, or uh, Whole Foods or whatever because those are not high quality. If and I did, I will provide a link for you too if you, if you are interested in learning more about that. You can always send me a private message. But essential oils can go on your body or breathing in, and smell can trigger that that uh, basement brain or the brain that has memories um, tied to it. So I really know with all my soul these essential oils have helped me pull out of major um, trauma, healing from major traumas and um, sadness and just general melancholy, malaise. So some of my favorite ones right now, um, I've been using, well, I just change it up, but always citrus oils are good um, for uplifting your mood. So diffusing some grapefruit, orange, um, lemon, I really believe in listening to your body and what you're drawn to and what smells good. And um, and if you don't like to apply them right to you, the quickest way to get them into your, in, to support your emotions is by diffusing them with a diffuser. Again, if you have more questions about this, we can do more about that another day. But the fifth thing that has really been helping me, so I do this myself, but I'm going to kind of walk you through um, what I do for this guided meditation um, I speak sometimes at um, church conferences or, you know, to women's groups. And um, a while back, February, I did this with a group in New Mexico where I, I helped them um, visualize and do a guided meditation. Now, sometimes um, in Christianity or um, the LDS church, they talk about pondering. So you read the scriptures and then you ponder them. Well, I believe pondering and meditation are two in the same. It's just getting quiet and 
um, when you're praying, you're asking the Lord, well, then you have to listen. So that's where the meditation and, and pondering comes in. Um, meditation has worked wonders in my life. Most people think meditation is just sitting and being quiet. Um, now, and, and, and a lot of people think that you just have to make your mind go blank, which is impossible. Um, I have no luck with that approach, but instead I've found guided meditation has been a great way to start or keep a, a meditation practice going. Um, you can read the, the meditation on my website on the blog post at Kelly, K-E-L-L-I, dot Adkins, A-D-K-I-N-S, dot com. If you want to read it, otherwise you can kind of go with it and get an idea and do it yourself. Um, sometimes I can even do this whenever I'm stressed out in the car. Just kind of imagine it, um, this, uh, just imagine this meditation and turning over to Christ. Now, if you don't believe in Christ or you're not a Christian, that's fine, whatever your higher power is or your belief system. So now I'm going to go ahead and start on the guided meditation, if, and I'll try to mark it um, so you can come back to here and know where to start the guided meditation if you want to listen again and again. Um, we First off, I want to make sure you get to a even if the only quiet space in your house is the closet. Sometimes I'm doing the podcast from my closet. Yeah, I let that out. So find a quiet place, um, closet, car, um, just find that place, and I want you to start to sit comfortably. If you need to pause, go ahead and pause this. But I want you to sit comfortably and take a few minutes to breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. We're going to do this a few times. So in through your nose, out through your mouth. It's best if you can have your feet on the ground, but if you need to lay down, go ahead and do that if you prefer. Go ahead and close your eyes, and we're going to breathe through your nose, um, the count of four in and the count of four out, okay? So in, we're going to imagine your feet, if they're touching the ground or if you're laying down, we're going to imagine roots coming out of your feet and the bottom of your tailbone. These roots are going to go deep, 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 down into the earth. They will actually wrap around the core of the earth several times. From these roots, there's going to be a golden energy light. This energy comes directly from the center of the earth. It is loving. Healing golden energy comes up, up, up until it enters your body. The peaceful, loving energy heals every single cell. It comes up through your feet. And imagine this golden energy going around your legs and your feet, up around your knees, and just up and up and up, and every cell it touches, it feels. It flows up around your legs and your thighs and around your waist. Again, healing. If it needs a little extra attention, just let that imagination whirl around where it needs attention. Say it's just blocked or in pain. Let the light and energy linger there just a little bit longer and flow around it. Let the light go up through your gut, through your chest. We're going to imagine this healing golden light going out your arms until the light can just shoot out of your fingers. Then the rest of the healing energy and light goes up to your neck and around your neck, any sick spot. It's going to go around your head. The light you're going to imagine the light going out of your head to the 
heaven. So light is coming and energy is coming from the center of the earth all the way through your body, out your fingertips, up and out your head. This light is clearing a space for you to feel the spirit. The light goes from the depths of the earth all the way to heaven. And now that you're a vessel that is grounded and ready to receive healing, we are going to take a moment to pack up all your troubles. We're going to look at everything that's holding you back and turn it over to Christ. So we're going to imagine you have this old your set of luggage and we're going to open it up and we're going to gather everything that's causing you unease and we're going to take it, your worries, and place them in this suitcase. Visualize picking up every bit of anger and stuffing it in your bag. Anything taking away from your peace gets placed in this luggage. How about any resentment? Is, is there anyone or anything you're feeling resentful for? Put that thought and the feelings into that bag. Next, do you have any unfinished tasks or it's holding you back? Put those in there too. Are you sad? Put that in there. Put your sadness and depression in there. And if you're lacking peace, whatever's keeping you from peace, you're going to put it in this piece of peace. How about your long to-do list you haven't got to? Yeah, that. We're going to put that in there too. Is your one child or another child or a parent or a friend or spouse being a pain um, or you're worried about them, they're not doing what they're supposed to do. Sad, depressed, and put it in this luggage. Now, I want you to close this luggage. It's going to be very heavy because it has everything that's been weighing you down, holding you back. And I want you to pick this luggage up or pull it or push it, whatever you have to do to get this thing. It's full of all your stuff. You're going to move toward this warm, feeling light. You're going to walk forward, imagine carrying, pushing, pulling this suitcase full of all your troubles. And you're going to start to feel a warmness on your face, a peace, a light. Keep moving towards that. You're going to relax your shoulders. Any tension you feel in your body, you're going to let it go. Keep walking and feeling the warmth and light and energy and peace. Now you see him standing right in front of you. You're going to leave the suitcase at his feet. He's going to embrace you. He loves you. He wants you at peace. He has already paid the ultimate sacrifice. You are whole. You are loved. You are seen. You are wanted. This is going to be the best big brother hug you could feel. The most feel in your body at once you feel now. He's whispering, you are loved. You are complete and whole. You are made to be healthy and happy and full of joy. And lower your shoulders again. Take one more deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth. Now pick up that suitcase. He's going to unravel the hug. 
you're going to hand him the suitcase. Your burdens are lifted. He is taking them with him. You no longer need to feel the stress, anxiety, lack of peace. He's paid the price for that. He has taken it with him. Now, slowly, I want you to open your eyes. You can do this at any time. You can imagine turning over any trouble. So if I'm having trouble with someone or something, I do this where I imagine turning my trouble. Sometimes I do it in the bath when I'm having um, issues with, you know, fostering or my kids or um, whatever it is. I imagine turning it over. You can do this several times a day. You are worthy. You are loved. And he has paid the price. I want to hear from you. If you listen to this guided meditation and, and how it made you feel, I love to hear those stories. And um, make sure you click follow. I would love for you to uh, be involved in future shows and questioning and reading the blog. I'm Kelly Adkins of The Missing Pieces, um, where I'm inspiring you to live joyfully and healthy now and not at some time in the future. Have a great day.